Welcome to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. Today's poem is by Elizabeth Drew Barstow Stoddard, the 19th century poet, poetess, born 1823, died 1902. Stoddard wrote poetry, fiction, essays. Uh, she was the wife of the poet Richard Stoddard, and uh, she received a seminary education from the women's school at Wheaton. One of the things that makes Stoddard a little bit unusual for her time is that she wrote very frank poems about uh, the difficulties and anxieties of a woman's life. Uh, without being uh, a progressive crusader for uh, something other than her station, which is a tension uh, that's captured well in today's poem, Nameless Pain. I'll read it once, offer a few comments, and then read it one more time. Nameless Pain. I should be happy with my lot. A wife and mother, is it not enough for me to be content? What other blessing could be sent? A quiet house and homely ways that make each day like other days. I only see time's shadow now darken the hair on baby's brow. No world's work ever comes to me. No beggar brings his misery. I have no power no healing art with a bruised soul or broken heart. I read the poets of the age, tis lotus eating in a cage. I study art, but art is dead to one who clamors to be fed with milk from nature's rugged breast, who longs for labor's lusty rest. Oh, foolish wish, I still should pine if any other lot were mine. This poem begins in a tone that is uncharacteristically ahead of its time. First, there's the self-counsel, I should be happy. And a 21st century reader probably thinks they know exactly where this is going. Sure, society tells you that being a wife and a mother is satisfying and it's enough and why should you ask for more? Uh, but the true stalwart spirit is going to break out any minute now and say, why can't I have more? Stoddard prefers the slow burn. She goes on to count her blessings. What other blessing could be sent? A quiet house, homely ways, but almost like uh, almost like someone who's trying to focus on one train of thought, prayer or meditation or listening to a lecture, and then their thoughts sort of seamlessly drift into other things. Uh, just as she's counting her blessings, her thoughts seamlessly drift into the discontent that she was trying to ward off. 
quiet house, homely ways that make each day like other days. Again, right already, she's back to this kind of malaise that is making her uh, question her, her situation and her gratitude about her situation. No world's work ever comes to me. No beggar brings his misery. I have no power, no healing art. These tasks that seem more important than her quotidian labor that she wishes uh, were her actual op occupation. The penultimate stanza is perhaps the most uh, fraught. She says, I read the poets of the age. There's this vibrant life of the mind, but it's shut up. To read the poets of the age in her situation is like lotus eating in a cage. It makes you forget what is real. It makes you forget home. It makes you long for things that uh, aren't yours. I study art, but what good is that? Art is dead to one who longs to be in it and among those who are making it. Not shut up here. But then the surprising turn comes, which if you are a 21st century reader uh, who's kind of bit the hook and uh, you're leaning in and maybe beginning to uh, cheer for this complaint that the speaker is making about her life, uh, she turns it on us and chides herself, oh foolish wish, I still should pine if any other lot were mine. And then almost all that has come before is kind of swept away and this abyss opens to swallow us as we uh, get a, a look at the dissatisfactions in every heart, including our own. It's not just this life that the poem is about. It's about every person's discontentedness with every life. And the constant vigilance that has to be maintained in order to bear up under the labors of your own vocation uh, in an honorable way and in a satisfying way, uh, let alone a joyful way. While the tone at the end of the poem is not gleeful, there is a suggestion, there is an intimation that with this realization and this self-rebuke that no matter what your lot was, you would long for another, the greener grass on the other side of whichever fence you happen to be living uh, alongside, that maybe she can now return to the beginning of the poem and to this train of thought and find a greater measure of happiness with her lot. Here's Nameless Pain one more time. I should be happy with my lot. A wife and mother, is it not enough for me to be content? What other blessing could be sent? A quiet house and homely ways that make each day like other days. I only see time's shadow now darken the hair on baby's brow. 
No world's work ever comes to me. No beggar brings his misery. I have no power, no healing art, with bruised soul or broken heart. I read the poets of the age, tis lotus eating in a cage. I study art, but art is dead to one who clamors to be fed with milk from nature's rugged breast, who longs for labor's lusty rest. Oh, foolish wish. I still should pine if any other lot were mine. This has been The Daily Poem. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. Listen to past episodes or support the show. Please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. For our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.